Yo, okay, so we're live now, bud. Oh, now we're live and people can hear us. What's up, guys? Welcome to Hot Takes. We've got a hell of a show for you tonight between me and Skelly and our special, highly acclaimed guest, Patch Notes. We want to remind everybody tonight that uh, the guest uh, interaction is our top priority at all times. Well, technically, it's the artist. But if you guys have questions, sound off in the chat. We're going to let, uh, of course, Skelly get in his, his biographical questions, and I'm going to ask my shoot-from-the-hip questions. But if you have questions, they're getting asked first. Keep us in the loop about lo- volume levels. If anyone is too loud or too quiet, music is too loud, music is too quiet, Kyle's too loud, whatever, let us know. Um, you got some commands you can play around with. You can follow if you want to follow our socials. You can Skelly if you want to follow Skelly. You can Shiro if you want to follow me. You can donate if you feel led to do so. All donations go towards things like logo commissions, uh, artwork, equipment upgrades. Totally optional, but very much appreciated. You can hit that Spotify. You can check out our Spotify playlist, including a brand new playlist courtesy of Frank Javc with some of his favorite tracks from his childhood. Definitely recommend you check that one out. And then, of course, last but not least, you can hit that Discord. I think I just updated the invite link to jump into our official community discord server where we argue debate laugh and talk about fast food way too often um we've got uh some recommendations courtesy of the good doctor coming and something else that i wanted to oh yeah so we've got some special promo before we get into the rex you can get two of kyle's albums for the price of one his two albums that are on pacific plaza if you follow the link that i'm about to post in chat Thank you for your generous donation, Luxury Noise. If you follow the link, and thank you, Lux, you go to the Bandcamp, you can get uh, Patch Notes, two albums for the price of one. That includes that CD bundle, too. Hell of a deal, especially especially if you're a fan. you got to check it out. Uh, and if you're not by the end of the broadcast, I mean... That we'll just bust we'll bust that link out again. So I'm gonna turn the airspace over to the doctor for some recommendations. Okay. So first thing I'm going to recommend is an album as a new album by uh, Alpha Chrome Yayo, who you may be familiar Yo. with. He is such a personality, very interesting man who is just so fun and vivacious, and uh, you know just his his own very unique brand of energy is incredibly is incredibly infectious. Right? You just tell that man is just enjoying every moment that he has to make music, and he does it in a very playful way. So the actually album I'm going to recommend by him is a little bit more left field. It's a new album he came out with called Hidden Earth, which is um, sort of like a new age album that he, he designed. And it's really fun to see Alpha Cromieo, who you are very familiar with, having a lot of energy and a lot oh, yeah. of, um, a, a lot of uh, you know, bouncy sort of um, personality, sort of almost go in the complete opposite and do this sort of pensive, reflective album called Hidden Earth. And so it's really fun. It's like like a, a a new take on new age music that's really fun and it's still really fun. That's actually the funny thing about it too is that you can still sense the fun in it even when he is doing like the most peaceful and serene things, right? The most peaceful and serene kind of music. You can still feel his personality kind of undulating underneath all these rhythms. And that's what I like about it so much is that is seeing somebody, you know, do who you have this, you will associate with. Uh, a certain type of, you know, outlook and a certain type of production style going in something completely different and doing a phenomenal job at it. It's, uh, 
it, you know, I'd almost say, wow, how unexpected. But actually, you know, just thinking about him and just thinking about what he's like, it's almost to be expected that he would do something like this. You know what I True. mean? To like sort of explore that. Like that just, it's always interesting to see artists sort of move toward exploring another side of themselves because, you know, that's how you become well-rounded. That's how you continue to understand who you are and as an artist. And this was a really fun side quest that he put together. And I, I highly recommend it. Disintegration Chamber is one of my favorite. Yeah, he is. Well, he's extremely talented. You know what I mean? Yeah, very, he is. Very talented person. Very multifaceted. And so, you know what I mean? There's also like a bit of like guitar in this as well. It's just kind of like a little bit of a folky tinge to it also. So it's just a very interesting journey. And I highly recommend it. And I think you guys should check it out. And, you know, it's, it's definitely like, you know, I think that oftentimes like he's out in space trying to like yeah. get you out there and dance but this is him kind of doing bringing you down to earth and almost becoming part of earth the earth so check it out it's a very interesting experience that's the alpha chromeo uh, well said and another one i'm going to recommend is um okay and that and is a album on um neon city that just came out pretty recently it's called oh man i don't know Ixon? Ixion? how you pronounce it A-E-X-I-O-N. Yeah, I think it's Came out with an album called Dream Fantasy recently, which is a very fun flanger and synthesizer-heady uh, future funk album, which is wonderful if you are looking for some new tracks to play in dance parties that are going to sound mm. good through the speakers and flow well with other tracks. This is a wonderful album. It's very energetic through and through. It is uh, it is funky. It is also vapor wavy as well, and it is very and uh, it's it's just a it's a it's a wonderful uh, bouncy thing to have into your sets if you're actually up against the wall and you don't know what you're going to want to play and you want to do something that the crowd is going to like. This is a reliable album. I can recommend it very strongly. Nice. And so I'm going to put that was my other recommendation. And once again, that is Dream Fantasy. Coming Axion. from a DJ, that means a lot. Well, that's the thing, exactly. Like I know that I, you know, I did terminally chill last last weekend or last last week, yeah. And uh, so, you know, it was. I got me thinking. I'm like, well, I need what I want to get. I I was looking for some kind of new music, a few new albums to add each time I do it, and I came across this one, and great. It's 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 great. It's it's nice little. Uh, it's nice fodder for the cannon. You know what I mean? It's strong it bullets works. for your can. Strong bullets for your cannon, right? You tested <laughs> I mean, it out strong. and it works. I did, yeah. And it's strong nice. bullets for the cannon, so like that's good. You know, that's it's all you know. As we know, as we all know, sometimes sometimes it's hard to find uh, the future funk that will sound good and flow well, and actually, you know, has the rhythms that make people dance. This one does. These guys are getting better and better. These albums are good. These people are getting oh, yeah. more and more professional. It's pretty impressive. It's impressive stuff. Okay, so then the last album I'm going to recommend. Let's see, and let's go on to a other, another type of vibe. Is going to be um, from uh, Stratford Court. It's an album by Youth Eighty Three called Progress Way. And Stratford Court, of course, known for many of their sort of gauzy synthesizer, uh, you know, synth wavy, uh, you know, acts. Right? Obviously, you know, chill synth sort of stuff. You know, with our, of course, our good friend Ben from Hotel Pools, one of their linchpin artists. Right? But this album oh, is yeah. called Progress Way. It's by Youth Eighty Three. It sounds like uh, it's very dark. It's very uh, interesting. It is these very nice. Now, one of the things I like about it is the bass on this album is very, is very, very uh, low and very, very droney. So it sounds almost like uh, a car motor, like humming, like mm. like it sounds like that sort of sound to it. So it's a very fun vibe on that whole album. You know, very, very boards of Kennedy, but chill synthy as well. So I sounds highly like recommend that one as well. 
It's great, but I really, that's like my favorite thing about it though, is that bass, <laughs> that, that kind of undulates throughout the whole album. Very cool. Because I don't always hear specifically that kind of bass in this sort of music. I don't hear, I don't often hear mm. the sort of like droney, uh, you know, like like sounds like a bunch of bees sort that, of bass. That sound, it sounds on. like you're describing Witch House. Well, it sort of reminds me. certain it's, it's not. It's not, well, yeah, but Witch House and Wave does use a bass like that pretty frequently, right? But yeah. this album is doing it too, but doing a Chilson version of it. Mm. So that's why I really, sounds really interesting. found interested in this album a lot. And uh, uh, it's the first album I've listened to by Youth 83, but I'm going to go now check out the rest of their work. I think right. I have a new album already. So uh, anyway, that's on uh, Stratford Court. Go pick that up as well. Yes. Thanks for the links, by the way, Lux. She linked all three of those albums. So if anyone is interested, follow those links. They got the you, know I love Wish, you know I love Witch House, so like, yeah. obviously. When I find, I, I'm like, itching to hear I, this. When I find something that's like, it's not, and it doesn't sound like it, but when it's nice, to, it's interesting when you feel something like borrowed a little bit. It's interesting. That first song on that album is great. What was the first song called? Stratford Court is so consistent with their output. Like, hey, yeah. man. Andrew knows, what he's, Andrew knows what he's doing. Never anything bad from Stratford Court. While you look up that first track, um, I want to talk a little bit about... Wave Rush. That's what it's called. Wave, Wave Rush by Youth that was, 83. That really, that really, that hit me I'm excited about story. hearing this. I want to bring up a topic before we bring on our, our illustrious guest um, that's very dear to us uh, and the, it's very central to what we do. And it's uh, discussing art uh, when you disagree with somebody about that art, right? Now, there of course are quantifiable signifiers that can be used to determine the quality of something right like how long somebody spent working on it or how difficult it was to attain the skill level that they needed in order to create their art you could look at it from a capitalist standpoint how much money they made right how many views or listens or plays they got but at the end of the day what you can't quantify is how strongly somebody was moved by art i mean Maybe you can rate it on Rate Your Music or Pitchfork, but the fact of the matter is some things, the the, the effect that a, a work of art has on somebody can totally be divorced by those other things, like how much time was put into making it, how much skill was required to make it, you know? And it's, it's, it's just kind of one of those crazy things about art, you know? But I guess what I'm getting at is in a wonderful world where we can disagree and argue and debate about whether we think a certain genre of music is superior to another or something like that or one artist's album is, is better than the other, at the end of the day, I just got to remind everybody that this is all subjective. And if you're going to talk to people, at least this is my opinion, if you're going to talk to people as a, as a fan of art for like decades, you got to like remember that one man's trash is another man's potpourri. And um, frankly, there's not a way to win an argument <laughs> about art. I mean, unless we're talking, Chris, about something that's a, a quantifiable metric, right? But you can't, like, say a certain genre of rap, for example, is better than another one and win that argument. And I, I recommend that y'all not do that. <laughs> or if you're doing it, like, just try to pump the brakes because it's it's fun to talk about these thank you very much obson for the donation it's fun to talk about these things it's not fun to fight about these things at least that's what i think what do you think chris 
I think um, I think that electro swing you're too hard on it, and I think you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you thought of that one like three minutes ago. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, okay, that's yeah. a bit. I'll say it in front of God and everybody. That's a bit. I truly don't like I Electro Swing. Can listen to, I can listen to Caravan Palace on occasion. I can't. But if, so if I start talking about Caravan Palace, you're going to start jumping down my throat. Are you going to call Electro Swing terrible? No. Are you going to do that? If I do, gonna, it'll gonna be... Gonna a... violate, <laughs> are you going to violate your rules? That Am you I going to fight with you about it? No. Gonna Am I going to give you a heart? Am I going to actually try to debate you about why they're objectively shitty? No. Are you going to... You're not going to debate me about Electro Swing? Well, I'm not going to actually. Like, what try if someone to... comes in and says, like, starts giving you like good reasons as to why Electro Swing is really good? Are you going to let them? You know do what? That? All music is Detroit neo hypertronica, anyways. So <laughs> nobody wins, yeah. and everybody I mean, wins. No, I, I don't ever, I don't ever participate in that sort of. So I'm not really, I never even really into Discord that much. But uh, listen, you know, people just be nice, or on Twitter, or just whatever. Like, oh yeah, oh I mean, and I've, I've gotten in it before. Actually. Yeah. End of the day, man. Like, no, like, every time I have gotten in it and I have done that, I do it. I go back and I'm like, hey, man, I should, I should, I don't know, I should have said that. I can't wait stuff. to see what Kyle has to say about Twitter. I, I, every time I've gotten myself involved with something <laughs> like that, and, and I used to do that a lot, I just, I would always be like, I think eh. what I'm trying to say is, eh. y'all, like, you're not going to win an argument with somebody about what is objectively better. Just let it go. <laughs> don't lose thing. friends. It, Here's the thing, just, I mean, you know, you gotta like, uh, what's to say? Well, I don't know. So there's like this, like, you know, the, the best reaction I ever have when someone is, is trying to egg me on, or I'm trying, or, 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 or if I've ever been trying to egg somebody else on, the best reaction they do to me is usually when they Thank just like, sort of like, oh, mm-hmm, okay. And like, when you get that like non-reactive reaction, you know, from somebody, if you're trying to egg them mm-hmm. on or they're trying to egg you on and you get the non-reactive thing, that's like kind of how you win, you know? Yeah. So that's, I don't know why everybody gets so deep. I don't know why everybody gets, keeps getting involved in that sort of thing. It's not worth it. Good. It's, it's worth it's, it when it's, it's fun, fine. but I would like to go ahead and transition into introducing our guest, Patch Notes, who has been a valued member of Pacific Plaza, Coast to Coast Collective, and a dear friend of the show, for sure, and many of the people who tune into the show, he's been a been a, in the audience before. So we're glad to finally be able to bring him on the big screen. Um, Patch Notes has a new album out. Uh, I'll let them talk about it, but um, recently released. That's uh, getting a lot of acclaim. And as I mentioned to them earlier, the response to the promotion has been very good. People know and people love Patch Notes. So we're yes. going to go ahead and bring them on. You can go ahead and unmute yourself, fella. Let's take the screensaver down. There he is. Welcome hey. to Hot Takes, Patch Notes. Oh, Thanks for having me. Happy to have we're you excited here, to have you. I'm um, excited, too. <laughs> we want to know, first and foremost, before Skelly gets into it and the chat starts rolling in with the questions, what are your thoughts on the debate about music or art? Hmm. I'm not really sure. Compelling stuff, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> you'll you'll you at some point you will you will go back and you'll go. Hey, actually, I want to change my opinion on that. Um, too late now. Now it belongs to the ages. It's too late. Yeah. It's a it's a delicate thing, right? I mean, I'm sure you remember being in high school, and people mm-hmm. would be like, "Your music sucks." Oh yeah. And you like, would just be like, "No, everyone. it doesn't." And that was like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, no one really listened to like chill wave or like electronic music where yeah. I was from. It's all techno, so. right? Or beats. When, yeah. They all, yeah, all basically beats. When, when I was younger, I would get in it with people about music. And I was the sort of person that would totally tell them, you know, what the fuck they're talking about. You're dumb. <laughs> and I realized. That's funny. I, re- I don't do that as much anymore. And I realized because, you know what? I just have a lot to learn. That's that's what happened to me eventually. It's like I had so much to learn. And, uh, you know. As much as I love music, I don't know it. shit about it. Yeah. You know so yeah. much about it. I mean, I know a about? little bit about some of it. Ask me about rap. A little rap. bit about some of it. I mean, yeah, Strip rap. Silence gives me such a hard time about how little I, I know about rap music. So you, I remember yeah. watching you before he missed going back and forth about all these things that I have no idea about. That is true, but that was cloud rap. But, uh, you know, I guess awesome. everyone <laughs> everyone is a, has a forte. Yeah. Well... Um, if you want to go ahead and light up the chat with questions for our boy, we'll go ahead and get started with Skelly's round of questions. Like, remember the time that we were talking about Refuse and I got mad at you for something you didn't even say? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's a little Archie, bit of an inside first, joke at this point. <laughs> that's not the first fucking Refused album. And yeah. like, you didn't even say it. That's the thing. Like, you didn't, like, I didn't even say that. Chris. I think like, I said oh, New yeah. Noise. I, I just, yeah, just, and you knew it was no, but I, you didn't even say that was the first. I thought you said that. Yeah, true. That was the first album, The Shape of Punk. I mean, it's like and you didn't even say that. So like, like there has been a there has been just as much ire coming from me about something that you said or just misspoke about, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, but really? it was yeah, and it wasn't long ago. But I'm it's escaping me whatever it was about. It was just a misstep, and immediately you caught yourself. But I caught you first. Did you caught me first? Yeah. Good job. Good job. But okay. anyways, <laughs> um, we've got uh, plenty of time to get our questions in. While we wait on those, why don't we get started getting to know our guest? My, my, my question? You go first, buddy. <laughs> you know I'm going to shoot from the hip in about an hour, so my guest. Uh, Kyle. Kyle. Yes. Kyle. You make music, right? I do. That's great. Good job. I do. That's phenomenal. <laughs> good, good, good work. First of all, good job. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I like Kyle a lot. Um, every time like, I have an interaction with Kyle, like I just feel the urge to be silly, and I don't know why. Something about that's like, yeah. I know. I, feel, I don't know. Like that does not everybody makes me be that way. So like that's pretty cool. Thank that's you. Why I'm very happy to have you on the show. But anyway, Kyle, nice for to real. have you. Thanks for Thank making you. music. Appreciate that. Um, what, but in all seriousness, like, I don't know, like, when did you, how long have you been making music for? What got you into wanting to make music, basically? Um, so I've, like, kind of always wanted to do it, and I, like, played guitar a little bit, like, when I was a little younger. Um, I've, like, always kind of wanted to do production, but, like, I think the thing that, like, really stop that from happening was not having any money to do so um yeah it can get like so expensive um so yeah i like played a little guitar when i was younger and that's pretty much it and then like when the pandemic happened i was going through a really like rough time um i got out of a relationship i was moving i moved out um and lived on my own for the first time 
I uh, was really looking for something to do and that was like around the time like I got into George Clanton uh, I found out who that was um, and I think it was like Virtua.zip I listened to that and like the next day I was like alright I'm gonna do this so yeah I, I just like d uh, bought Ableton and like went into it so I haven't really been doing it for wow, a really? long time. Yeah, I had no idea that you haven't been doing this because you you do phenomenal work. You obviously Thanks. yeah, you know you obviously it's clearly been you cooking already. for a while. It's been yeah. cooking for a while. So oh wow, so that's interesting to talk to you because most people we talk to they have been producing and it's they're like like they they started a long time ago. They've been doing it yeah. for several years. So that's kind of really interesting. So did you play like? What kind of bands did you? What kind of music were you interested in? I mean, I. I mean, just like wash production. So like. Yeah, washed like washed out is a huge yeah. one. Hell like yeah. I still listen yeah. to washed out like every single day. Sick. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. Like every day. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Neon Indian. Um, yeah. Can't go uh, wrong with the chill wave guys. Alan Palamo's new track is so good. Um, oh yeah, the Nudista Mundial track. Yeah, it's so ridiculously it's, good. It is, and the art for it is like, oh, oh so good. Um, it's cool as fuck for sure. I think that's yeah. Robert Beatty actually. Yeah. What else did they? Did that person do stuff for um, One Out Tricks Point? Yeah, never? One Out Tricks Point never. Yeah. Lots of people actually. They have. Such a unique style, but yeah, like them. Um, M83 is a huge one for me. Fuck yeah! I mean, honestly, just yeah. like everything from like 2010, I just wow. love everything. Oh my god, like the early 2010s. 2000s, early 2010s is like my yeah. favorite. Oh yeah, era for music, and I never thought Absolutely. I'd be someone who had a favorite era for music, but like yeah, I really like the early 2010s. Um, yeah, it's, there's it's good shit. Quite like it. I think yeah. I'm doing the early 2010s dance party. Like that would be phenomenal you could play chill wave sea punk witch house vaporwave all that like future trap stuff the cloud rap the hypnagogic pop it's crazy right it's never ending you know what i mean so much good stuff so it's my favorite time period for music i think um crazy i feel that but i agree so i just have to ask you so this is really interesting so you went from kind of playing guitar knowing how to play guitar to like you jumping into production and that's like a very what? That's a very big thing to like jump into production for the first time. Yeah. And it takes a minute to get it right. Like, what did you, how did you, because this is something people ask me and I never know exactly know how to answer them is like, they ask me like, well, how I produce music. I'm like, ah, well, <laughs> uh, that's a really, you give people tips, right? You can tell them things. Yeah. But like production, like where to start is such a difficult thing and it's very personal, it's a very personal process. So like, can I ask you like, okay, you bought Ableton, yeah. What was the first thing you had to learn how to do? What's the first thing you learned how to do? And you're like, okay, I'm getting That's there. That's a stellar uh, question. Like inputting MIDI was probably, MIDI. Okay. yeah, like MIDI information. And like at the time, I was like using YouTube for samples. So like yeah. I would like use this like YouTube to MP3 converter. And that was like yeah. a challenge. And um <laughs> Wait, the challenge is using the YouTube to MP3 Jesus, thank converter. Thank you, Robert Smith. I mean, like, <laughs> I know. Like, like, what's the hardest part about producing music? Going on the website and putting yeah. it in the thing. And I, had no the like, that's I had no idea. I had no idea. We're like, Ableton is an infinitely complicated, like, infinitely complicated program, and we're talking about the YouTube to MP3. Yeah, that's, that's a hell of a jump right there, buddy. 
<laughs> Wait, all right. So you got your samples. All right, fine. But like, I mean, let's get back to Ableton for a second. Like that's okay. like a beast. You know, you have to learn yeah. about like what compression means. Like you have to learn about yeah. like equalizing. I still don't know what that means. None of us do, <laughs> but some people pretend they do. Probably, probably Nathan or somebody knows what that means. Right. And, like <laughs> everyone else is just pretending. Most people are pretending. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're shout out in real threshold, obviously, you know, shut up and like, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Anyway, uh, no, my point though is like, but that these are things you have to understand. Like, you know, you, you like, you fine, you, you, you have Ableton, you download your sample and then you're like, yeah. all right, I put this here. Like, and then what about like, yeah. And then like, so you have your stuff. Like what was the first thing that you figured out to do? Was it doing drum beats? Like, cause then you have to like think about frequencies. Yeah. You think I have your program your drum beats are you going to put them on in the same you know drum kit or are you going to separate your drum kits into different like you know yeah tracks and, you know like what, what so yeah yeah trouble? like i would i mean with the drum kits i would like have one drum kit now i do like separate tracks because i yeah. know more about like eq and all that stuff but like when i started off i like didn't know any of that stuff so i like kind of just uh got really into like pads and yeah. kind of learned midi and just like kind of somehow put it together like i didn't really i didn't even like understand automation oh at all yeah for That's like a, a while thing. all of a sudden like doing break i was like shit, you know what yeah mean? yeah like i like stumbled onto that like randomly and i was like oh this is like entirely something else but i don't know it was just like like sense i kind return, of just like you know what i mean like doing that yeah stuff too. yeah i just like kind of like really became obsessed with it and would spend like six hours a day just like fucking with it but like i wow. never really um i never really like watched any tutorial videos or anything i just kind of you figured never watched it out tutorial videos i watched Unreal. a couple i watched like a few like eventually on like compression and eqs and like to know stuff what, like that used to like like lead out of certain yeah areas. i mean and yeah like even like with golden hour my first lp there's like none of that there's no there's no eqs or like anything like I that i had it. no idea and here i am sending you the remix i made for you being like you can master <laughs> this right yeah I can master this. dude <laughs> I thought, like, it just were, goes like, I thought you were show, like a sound like, literally, guy. You don't like, need to like, be yeah. a genius like, to make stuff that this, moves you, people. I didn't master this, this remix. Like, yeah. you doing that for me? And you're like, yeah, of course. I'm like, what? He's not. Yeah, I wow. learned all that. I learned all that stuff. I like know some of it now. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's been like, this whole thing has just been like huge learning process. And Was it really tough when you first like made your first track and like you hear like you can't hear where the frequencies are? Like even learning how like how loud the bass should be? Like, yeah, like, I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it was difficult and it all really blended together. Um, yeah, I just didn't understand why it just like it didn't uh, like certain sounds didn't come through. I was like, why doesn't right. it sound like this? And like if if I were to go back onto Golden Hour, like through the stems on that, there are like literally like so many tracks in that that like don't even come through at all <laughs> wow. yeah it's a crazy thing learning to do this for the first time yeah and it's interesting and that's like nice that you just sort of stumbled. like i remember when i was learning to produce like one of the things that i would do is i would just listen to the tracks i really liked a lot by artists i really liked or want like i was to a lot of neon indian 
or mm-hmm. you know i listen to i would listen to a lot of us i listen to these artists that i liked i try and just really concentrate on hearing it and then i would get into ableton i try and make something and then i listen to what i made and i'd be yeah. like not not quite not quite yeah. <laughs> like let me go back and listen yeah. to that again like if i do this or i learn how to like why does this thing sound like that you know the first time you learn about like what side chain compression is you're like oh of course yeah that was like <laughs> one of the first things that i learned how to do actually first thing everybody learns like... how to do that's the first uh, thing is everybody it learns. everybody <laughs> wow. has the first and that's when you learn that then you're like ah i can produce music probably <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean like i can make all these sounds duck when the bass comes when the bass drum kick when the bass drum kicks once you learn that like that's like the first time that you're like i can almost not sound like an amateur you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like once you learn how to do like I hear this thing happen on so many tracks and now I can do it too. That's like everybody's first thing that they learn to do and are like, okay, I think I can learn other things. Yeah, I think Hell like yeah. the first thing that like I really learned was like I use like a really like simple like drum beat, just like the classic like house like chill wave beat. Yeah. And like everything, I guess, just kind of came together. I like, I don't know, like how it really did. I got really lucky. I've had a lot of people like, are like, wow, it like takes a lot of people a long time to like find their sound. Yeah, um, it does. That's what's crazy about talking to you right now. And uh, yeah, I just like, I don't know. I think I was thinking about this earlier today. And I can't, you, I don't really have an explanation for it, really. I think I just, it's just like a product of like listening to like washed out and M83 only for like <laughs> eight years. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, this sounds right. So I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like music, this sort of, especially with production, like you almost kind of just divine it. Like I can't tell you. You divine it. I like that. Designing. Well, I, I have no idea. Like sometimes, like by the end of the track, I'm like, I have no idea what I've done. I can't, and I could never repeat yeah. anything you asked me to. Wow. Same. I have no idea. I have mm. no idea how any song I've ever made has gotten made. And, you know, <laughs> kind of reminds me yeah. of how, like, 18 Carat Affair described he would, like, do one take and that was it. Like, it was lost forever. He has an interesting, yeah, he has an interesting process. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting process for what he does. Wow. All right. We wow, are really awash cool. with questions. If Go I may get questions. one or two yeah, out of the way. Cool. We yeah. want to harken back to I Am King Quartz's question. What genre initially caught your ears and made you want to become a musician? Uh, chill Wave, for sure. Yeah. Um, or, like, actually, I don't know if it's Chill Wave. I think the first artist that I came across, um, it's this guy named Baths. I, I, love like, Baths. Well, eh? we love Baths. I love Baths. We all love Baths. I love Baths. Oh, man. Like, have you guys seen that Boiler Room set that he did? No, like, but I've seen him live ago. twice. It's and insane. Um, he has like a boiler room set in like 2010 eras and like, it's insane. And he's like so wild and like into it. And like, I watched that video like Bro, so many times. Like, watching back him back. actually like, sing, I want. <laughs> watching yeah. him like seeing like, you're my excuse to travel live is extremely yeah. poignant. Like he, he like, that's him. Well, you guys know, like that's his voice yeah. and it's real. And like, oh, very poignant music. Yeah, it, it was that for me. Just seeing that and like hearing him explain, like on his interviews, like how he like did things and like I don't know. I kind of like fell in love with that, like the idea of music production. But like at the time, like it seemed like such a like uh, scary thing. Like I, yeah. I could never get into this. It seems so right. involved, you know. So sounds like what I tell myself all the time. Yeah, you just have to do it. Yeah, yeah, I learned that eventually. (laughs) 
that's an excellent and answer comes, and, and it just comes down to how much you really want to do it do yeah you want to do this like is this a thing that you're going to want to do and yeah just... i think it, it just it's it took uh being literally stuck inside and have have nothing else to do to really get into did, it did you, you know? get your start during the the coronavirus lockdown yeah that's yeah. what he was saying yeah that's what he, that's yeah. what he got that's so that, that's why when he said that to me i'm like wait that wasn't long ago that's mm. like when he said that i was during the coronavirus pandemic most people are like, that's why i started he like mentioned that and that's what made me like pause and be like whoa because i didn't know that either yeah. like you just started doing this like and that album was not that long after you know, well like i mean i know the patch notes project hasn't been around for long well, but i didn't know yeah, like yeah. that was your first time making music ever exactly so like, that's, that's what yeah, like, cool. that's what made me that's when i started going like whoa, 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 whoa. let's let's back this up for a minute here. yeah so, that's really good for people to hear that too so you, people can understand that it doesn't matter when you start you just have to start and you yeah. can you have a bit of a vision going on inside you you can translate that you know yeah. but you just you have to be willing to keep talking around on this intensely complicated you know, <laughs> right. program i do have one other body of work that will never see the light of day from when i really Damn. first started it's oh, like it's, a it's an electro swing cop it's electro swing it's an i don't know what that is compilation <laughs> he actually is it's a like swing music with like dance beats to it it's a chip tune electro swing cover project. I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that. You're banned. Strip Silence has a lovely question. Wants to know if you have any favorite rituals to do before or during making music. Oh. Wow. I don't know. Smoking weed. I don't smoke weed. It makes me really paranoid. I, I wish I did. I actually don't. But I don't really... I don't know if i have any rituals i mean like yeah i don't think i really do i just kind of like i don't drink coffee either jesus wow (laughs) a man of few vices i don't think i really do it's random maybe like chocolate too much i love um sugar uh, a lot. I love so sugar. There it is. There's no caffeine, but there's lots of sugar. Okay. There's there's a lot of sugar. Yeah, there's not a really. Favorite, a... Do you have a favorite sweet? Um, I had tiramisu the other day. It was pretty good. Nice. Oh, I love nice. tiramisu. Or like candy. <laughs> or like sometimes I'll like down a whole pint of ice cream and feel like shit oh immediately after. Oh my god! Oh bro! Oh wow! I but just went not, to the that's... museum of ice cream the other day, and you're telling me. <laughs> I don't do that very often anymore. It's like catching up to me. No. Oh yeah. Oh, you get you're getting older. I I don't know. <laughs> My body is telling me that I am. Um, well, you'll you'll live longer listen, for it. Don't listen to that guy. He's really talking about bodies. Chris, I'll uh, I'll hang back and let you get another two, two another or three. Another question? In. Yeah, um, please. Okay, so I already know what kind of music you're listening to. Um, so you've always been very moved, very interested in music, correct? Yeah. Okay. So what would, when you were just when you were a kid, what was the first thing you heard that really kind of made you fall in love with the idea of exploring music and it connecting to you? I think the first album I had ever bought with some money that I obtained somehow. I'm not sure how. What? Um, <laughs> I was very yeah, I know. yeah. Um, <laughs> was the Killers' Hot Fuss? That album fucks. Oh. That's, love that album. That's, that's I mean, yeah, particularly for a very popular album. That's yeah, that's, that, that that'll set, that'll set a tone. That and Block Party, Silent Alarm. 
obsessed with both of those. Like, I want to, I think I got into guitar because of like Block Party for sure. Like, I was like, I got to get a, a Telecaster yeah, it was fun. and like do fun this stuff. indie rock thing. Um, oh, it was fun, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the yeah. killers really yeah. tore it up. I was not yeah. a huge Block Party fan, but the, definitely loved oh, Hot man. Plus. Yeah, Block I don't know what happened to Block Party. You know? Like, mo- much of their new stuff, but. It's tough. Yeah, like, from, I, it, like, Silent Alarm until, like, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, uh, Intimacy is pretty good. Everything after, eh, but. It's really tough to be Block Party and, like, to be known for, like, be bringing this big energy to that, like, 2000s era music, right? And almost being, like, a poster boy for it. You know what yeah. I mean? And then to, like, be like, well, what do we do now? Like a lot of bands fall apart, you know what I mean. Yeah. Most, a lot of those bands from that time period, like it's hard because they're just like, what do, where do we go next? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I always think about like I think of the Rapture pretty often, and like how they had like come out with like two of these like phenomenal albums, and then it's just like oh, I don't know what to do now, and like you know, yeah. artists start really within the band, and, blah, 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 and then like yeah. You know, Totally, and then, like Block Party, like did fall apart for sure. Yeah, like, right. what is it? Like two of the original members are in it now, I think. Even yeah, Damn. it's like two. It's like the it's uh, Kelly who is the uh, the singer, and then his guitarist Russell, and then everyone else uh, left, and now it's like I don't even know who it is now. But yeah, they it fell apart for sure. Rest in peace, Block Party. R.I.P. Brick Mason Music. What is the longest it has taken you to complete an album? Um, uh, Endless Surrender took me roughly like eight months. And so longer than Golden Hour. Golden Hour took me three months. I got you. But I was also... With Golden Hour, I was more... Um, I would like get off of work and spend six hours a day on it. Oh wow! You had to do for, the like three months thing. straight, and I think the reason why Endless Surrender took me so long is because I really just wanted to take my time with it because I had like the experience of like making something quicker. So I like, um, yeah, I just took more time with it. I would, I didn't rush it. Um, nice. I learned more. I was like learning more about music production too, like uh, EQ and I mean all of those things, um, like drum buses and uh, just a bunch of other techniques. Um, what's the so best yeah. thing? What's the most interesting? What was the thing that you learned during music production that made you be like, ah, that's great. Now I can do a lot of other things. It's the thing I've been thinking about. I mean, definitely like automation, but like automation automation like I, I like envelopes being able to like mess with like um like certain things within a synth like the attack and release and um yeah, and, like the res and all that stuff um did you do you have a synthesizer that you practiced on to like learn the, i had i had a um micro cork but yeah, I microcord. I didn't. We I don't have I it. That too. Yeah, I don't have it anymore. I've got. I got rid of it um, because I recently, my good friend Luxury Noise was uh, talking shout about. Out. Yeah, shout out Luxury Noise. 
um, was talking about uh, how much he loved the push too. So I like completely sh- switched over to that, and I'm so happy. It's such a nice device. Luxury yeah, Noise like- has been instrumental in running the uh, Coast to Coast Collective as well. Yeah, and uh, those Pacific. I think they both had different names. It was like Pacific Winter, Pacific Summer. Pacific Summer, our first one was... Um, what the hell was it called? <laughs> I can't even remember There's been now. three, right? There's three. There's There was the first one that Chillwave uh, Kittens did. Shout out to Chillwave Kittens. Right. Um, uh, uh, like saying Wave and Chill. Chill. Wave yeah, and Chill nice. was the one. And then we did... Uh, Pacific summer and then the most recent one we did was Pacific winter because we decided well chill wave kittens kind of hosted the first one and then Alex from Pacific Plaza um, agreed to uh, host it so we've been kind of going with like the Pacific theme so right it's been a a pretty tight collective and a pretty tight sound and very well produced and put together in my opinion and um there was actually a question in chat um celadon dream underscore sweet what were your first thoughts when you first heard everyone's remixes of golden hour oh man it was perfect honestly like it came i mean it just it sounded like it should like it sounded like a complete body of work and like it was Hmm. I don't know. It kind of blew me away, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were all really happy with it. I remember us like all talking about it in the uh, in the Discord, like how like great it sounded. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I was I was super stoked with um, you know how I'm, it came out. I'm quite partial to that device operator. Rerun that device of operator. Sun. Yeah, of course. I think that yeah. was used for the promo. And yeah, I totally understand why because it just it just it hits. Yeah, yeah, they're all really great, and yeah, I, I am super stoked that everyone uh, contributed to it, and it just came out awesome. If uh, if any of y'all uh, luxury noise device operator, if you guys want to drop some links to some of the comps. Uh, I'm on one of those comps. Yeah, you are. And yeah, I participated are. in, I think, two of the live stream events. Drop some links, guys. Spotify, Bandcamp, whatever. Um, One one more question. Um, Soft Replica. It's fascinating that you've dived into music production so recently, but he's wondering if you have audiovisual skills that go back farther than that. He says that your audiovisual style is super refined. Uh, like my like uh, video editing? Um, I learned how to do that at the same time as I learned how to produce music. Yeah. So I had like no video editing skills whatsoever. Um, and I decided to get this program called Filmora, which is like a super like basic. I have that too. Yeah. It's like super easy to use. Um, yeah and yeah i just like learned how to do that at the same time like i would i remember like when i first started uh i basically like would make like a 30 second 
track and then like make it like uh i was started with like 80s commercials um and kind of edited those and like would throw them on instagram but yeah like yeah i'm, I'm pretty new at um visual stuff for sure i'm still like learning very much so um I recently got like a little bit more of a complicated program. It's still Filmora, but it's Filmora Pro. So there's like um, some automation and stuff in there. But you had us all fooled. You're killing it. <laughs> we are we are caught up on questions, Chris. Fire away. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see. So at what point? So you- at what point did you feel like you were satisfied with your music, with production? You would say, "I'm going to approach somebody to see if they'll release it." Um, like what was what? How did that happen? Well, I approached Alex from Pacific Plaza because we are in the Chill Wave Kitten server. I see. Um, and like I, I knew of him. Yeah. I knew he had a label. Um, That's great. And I I wasn't sure if what I had was, like, good at all, so I was, like, kind of skeptical to do it, but I kind of decided at a certain point to just, like, kind of get try to get past the point of being self-conscious about something and uh, just, like, throwing it out um, there. So I just, like... Fin- I, think, I think I finished Golden Hour? And then I just, like uh kind of like gave it to him i believe and he liked it so he wanted to put it out on the on the label i think that's how it happened um a1 label for sure yeah it's been really great working with alex he's incredible incredible person yeah great time to remind everybody you can head over to their band camp and get um both of patch notes albums for the price of one Hell of a deal. Yeah. Thanks for the link, Lux. Um, some kind of gangster would like to know if you are more of a candle or an incense person. Oh, man. Oh, I go back and forth. So, like, a candle is definitely designated for when I'm taking a bath. I always oh, have yes. a candle. When I'm take- God, yeah, I miss I having a bath. bathtub. I take a bath. I took a bath before this. Is, uh, fuck yeah, bats. Maybe that's the ritual. Maybe that is the ritual. That's the, that's the ritual. Um, Maybe. I take a bath like every day. There's I when I have a candle. Bats. But do you They're like so do you great. like take the quick bath or do you like chill and like soak? It's, and... It de- it really depends like how hard my day was. Oh my but god! <laughs> it goes replica. back and forth. Which is better, baths lowercase or baths uppercase? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but if I'm outside of the bath, I'm uh, I'm an incense man, for gotcha. sure. I, I love like nag champa and like all I like all of them. So I, I guess I, I I could say that I, I'm both. I guess we've got a house divided over here. I'm a candle guy, and and Lux is a an incense person. I'm a incense candle girl. guy. I like my uh, my latte, <laughs> coffee, candle, whatever. Ice cream oh, cookie God. candle. <laughs> uh, King Quartz, has Patch Nuts I ever had a charcuterie in your bathtub? I saw that. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> you know, like, 
that doesn't sound like a bad idea. I haven't had the luxury of that, um, but I would like to do that now. <laughs> have you ever had a since since you bathe instead of showering? Have you ever had a bathtub beer? Yeah, I had one earlier. Good. That's great. Good. Best. Good. Yeah. Shower beers. Can't. can't I have shower beers sometimes too. I haven't had a bath in years. Baths you are try it. It's incredible. Like especially if you're hungover. I don't know if you get hungover, but you know if you do, baths are great for that. Yeah, I just started taking sick, baths you know? again like a few months ago, since oh. I was like a kid, probably. Right. Wow. And it's so like, like, it's really good, huh? It's great because like it helps your mental health. <laughs> is all I can say. It's just nice to like sit in a nice pool of water, nice warm pool of water, and just chill out. Yeah, I definitely recommend a bath. I, I co-sign that. I ship that 1,000%. There is not a bathtub at the house where I live, and I'm so I'm still mad about it. I I have a clawfoot bathtub that I have about for oh. like two more weeks, and then I'm moving into a space that doesn't have a clawfoot oh, bathtub. Oh, you're moving so in two my, weeks? Yeah, I mean, is it Damn. two weeks? It's something like that. But uh, So I'm just like That's trying to get as much as I can out of it yeah. right now. Um, before we move on to another topic, since everybody just loves the, the this, uh, Celadon Dream Suite says, "What are your top Dude, tracks top to, tracks listen, to, to listen, listen to in the bath?" To in the bath. Um, <laughs> I usually don't listen to music in the bath. What? Like I listen to like, I'm kind of surprised. I, I yeah, watch like, I watch, watch TikTok. Stuff? Oh, okay. I watch TikTok. I'm obsessed with TikTok, unfortunately. Or I like watch unhinged leftist. Um, uh, political commentary. Of course, Bathwave. <laughs> Bathwave. <laughs> um, not a lot of music in the bath. Maybe I should try oh, that man. out. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. I would just fire up a Bluetooth speaker and, you know, drink like an energy drink or, you know, some booze or something. In the bath? Dude, if I was hungover. drink in the bath? Wait a second. <laughs> okay, fellas. Energy in the bath? <laughs> if that you're hungover. That feels so antithetical. All right. You would think so. But if you're like, you just <laughs> got up. You need Chill to ease the into bath, your day. You feel like ass and a half. And just like, <laughs> just like go to town take a on bath. a handful of Adderall. <laughs> yeah, I actually do all my production in the bath. <laughs> just like, that's what bath. That's great. That's what really calms me down. We, they, they want us to get to the the either or question that everybody okay, loves. But uh, well, do you want oh, to? Yeah, get... that's a good question. No, no, I know what you're gonna ask. That's a good question for him, actually. So you're right. No, you don't. We want to know if Kyle likes Ride or Lush better. Oh, you really threw me a curve on that one. You know, Soft Republica did it. Ride or Lush? Ride versus Lush. I'm gonna tell you something that might be shocking, but I'm not familiar with either. Really. Yeah, not really. Check out Lush. I've I've actually like I've heard I've heard of Lush a little bit, but I haven't really gotten into it. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Well, I guess you could just what's the other one? Oh, oh dude. I already know the answer. We don't have to ask it. Oh, we don't. You should. Yeah. Oh. Well, I I will. <laughs> Do you prefer my bloody Valentine, or do you prefer slow dive? Um, my bloody Valentine. I'm just kidding. It's slow dive. <laughs> whoa! Slow dive. Whoa, whoa! 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 Okay. 
That's so my hot take. Defend I guess. your. I swear, like, take, the, so there's no wrong answer. The first time I even remember like saying that, like, mm-hmm. I don't even remember how the conversation went, but it wasn't like either or. I just was like, I like <laughs> slow dive, and then they're like, but you don't like, you don't like, uh, <laughs> you know, like my bloody Valentine. I'm like, not not really saying that, but I just kind of yeah. like. I don't know. I, I'm way more familiar with uh, Slow Dive. I just really haven't got into My Bloody Valentine yet. So, I like them both. I really do. I think Loveless and Suvlaki are both 10 out of 10 unskippable yeah. albums. I really do. I'll just peel a layer back real quick. Um, I just think that like Slow Dive is so damn sad sounding. It is. And That's it why I like it. It hits me to I my think. core. Yeah. yeah. My Bloody I Valentine like really is sad, sad sounding shit. too. Yeah, me too, man. I don't know why. You ever wondered why? It's because life is sad. Yeah. Sometimes. Do you listen to sad music when you're already sad? Yeah, but I also listen to it when I'm really happy. Yeah, same. So it's just kind of something. I like really sad music, I guess. (laughs) Damn, somebody's in here like ranking all of them. Swerve Driver, Better Than Ride, Better than My Bloody Valentine, better than Slow Dive, better than Curve, better than Lush. Oh yeah, I guess this would probably be a good time. But I put together a short-ish playlist of shoegaze yes. stuff, and I'll link that in the chat, uh, nice. Spotify playlist for y'all right there. Hell yeah. Uh, not many people know that Shoegaze was my absolute favorite music of all time before I heard Chillwave. In fact, Toro Imoa's Causer of This was sold to me as a new spin on Shoegaze. Toro Imoa? Yeah, yeah which it absolutely was not, but like, You're that's... Not, not, it's interesting. Yeah. But that's what got you into that. Would you guys consider Toro Imoa uh, Chillwave? I would. Yeah. At least causers of this, definitely. Because it's from the time period. It's just it's easy to group the. I don't think it is. Really? I don't like Tori Ma. You don't like Tori Ma? Do you like no, Small I don't, Black? I, don't. You don't like the first I love album? Small Black. You don't like the first album by Tori Ma? I don't like any of it. I've just, tried to get I mean, into it. Do you know the song Low, Sh- Low Shoulders? It's a good one. Quite honestly, I loved I causers like of this and then didn't really like anything else after that. No. But that was just me, you know? He's arguably the most successful person. I mean, do really? you guys think there's anyone that's... So. Well, he's definitely the most Torre prolific. went pretty damn far. In that scene? Yeah, definitely for sure. For sure, 100%. Well, we've got the either-or question out of the way. Chris, you got any other fun biographical no, ones before no, I start going it's, nuts? It's, it's, it's been an hour. Let's do some other questions. I'm going to need some help with some more questions, chat. While we wait on you guys to come through, um, I'm going to go nuts. All right. Please. So I would like to know since you're such a, since you're a longtime music fan and you've recently started like, you know, entering into the music scene, what do you think the biggest problem with music right now is? Probably, I mean, the, the biggest problem with music right now that like the entire industry is facing sure um probably like 
the the fact that like it's becoming more and more difficult for people to really make a living off of it for sure especially with like touring is touring seems like it's not really a a great thing i mean like not a great thing but like something that's not really plausible for a lot of people anymore that's a huge problem absolutely right what sort of successful band was it that literally just said like we can't afford a tour anymore it was Chris, do you remember who I, it's it been was? a few there's been a few people that like are like really big and they're just like we can't do it yeah. like it's just not it was animal collective thank you some kind was of it animal story. collective animal collective yeah they that's just crazy like, like animal collective can't afford to like tour like what's going on yeah that's a that's a damn good question i mean it well that's a damn good answer i mean to say um until people are being paid like a, a flourishing wage and especially because you know damn well like not to like shit on you know you know popular artists because they're popular for a reason but right. they're commanding these like enormous salaries yeah just like it's just exponentially more money than you know like i don't know if you've seen what they're paying people that play south by southwest but it's hilarious it's not great hilarious as in like hilariously shitty what was that what was that that like um that like union like that music union that's like kind of been like on um i feel like i've heard a little bit about that but don't know enough you some i forgot i forgot but yeah they they, i learned about like the south by southwest thing from them i can't believe they were paying djs like a hundred dollars yeah i mean it was like what is like i i like uh for some people it was like a free a free pass to get in for like international artists mm-hmm. or something yeah I can't yeah that was exactly it what it was but that's yeah. just like <laughs> who can do that yeah and for such who a ginormous like and successful i mean i don't know where all that money's going but like come on you can't tell me that the money is not there yeah yeah i mean i guess that's just like how it is in this country Dreaming Diary, what is your biggest challenge making music, Kyle? Um, my biggest challenge. Um, probably. Uh, what's the term called? Uh, imposter syndrome. Oh, is probably dude. a really big one for me. Uh. I get really self-conscious, especially about like art. So um, it's not as big of an issue anymore because I've I've been working on just like getting through it. But um, a lot of imposter syndrome for sure. Um, yeah, just get down on myself. Um, think it's not good enough or whatever, and. Do you yeah. find yourself being like really hypercritical of your art as well? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like things, and like I've, 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 um, like really just like talked myself through it. It's like the things that you're getting upset about are like things that people won't even notice. Yeah, <laughs> no sure. shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess like there is a point where you can get too too into the details. Yeah. too buried in the details and it's yeah. like or it's even that where you just get like you get so sucked into like this the, the smallest of things and then 
you just like find yourself like going through like a loop of like worrying about that like the small things like yeah like getting hung up on those little details yeah Yeah. i always tell myself you know i'm not i'm not an artist um well I'm, i'm not i don't produce music but like i always allow myself like a couple of mistakes per amount of time for like a recorded DJ set. Because mm-hmm. obviously if you're going to play it live, you're going to make a mistake at some point. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's Chris, like at some point you're going to hit the backspin by accident or like, oh, yeah, I, I make a mistake several times every time I DJ. Yeah. That's another huge thing every for time. me every right time. now. Always especially wrong every time. Yeah. Like right now, like, I'm not very good I, DJ. Like, <laughs> not very good. I'm not very good DJ. Like, I'm pretty good. I'm okay. But uh, get out of here with that. Yeah, bye. <laughs> but I don't like. I don't practice. I don't do this. So I, I fuck up every time. Yeah, I don't know. That's like another thing. Like right now is like f- translating this to a live environment. Like at first, I wanted to do things on like an SP404 because that's like the vaporwave thing, and that's like I just found that to be absolutely impossible. And then I was Yikes. like, all right, I'm gonna DJ. And then I just didn't like it. So now I'm like onto something <laughs> All right, else. Back to square one. <laughs> so now I'm just doing like trying to figure things out on the push two with like stems and stuff. And I think I'm like really close to like uh, something that I personally would like to do. But that's been, uh, I would say that's definitely been the most challenging thing is just like getting the like the live aspect to like a point where I would like it to be I suppose yeah I, I was I was kind of wondering about that yeah it seems like that's one of the biggest jumps for a lot of artists is yeah you, know, you, you master the studio part and then it's like all right now I've got to it's really hard figure out how to reproduce this live it's really hard I will be right back fellers what's happening where's that what, what, what's Isaac leaving for a minute all right what beer are you drinking there Thing, huh? Are you? Is that your your beer of choice? Is that what you go for? Are you a beer guy, and you have types of beers that you like, or is this it's the one you um, go to? So I used to work at a Thai restaurant. I'm a okay. cook. Um, you, you, and, you're a cook at a Thai restaurant. Yeah, I used to be. I used to work at this so place. Did you go to culinary school? No, I didn't. How did you become a cook? I don't really know <laughs> it just kind of happened it just kind of happened <laughs> yeah like it, well, i don't I understand like, how it just kind of did you pursue a job in, in cooking yeah basically like because i had no other options no other options i had no other options i was like working cooking. yeah i was like working in a semi-truck uh trailer factory Fascinating. and i was making semi-trailers and Oh my gosh. I couldn't do it anymore, so I like just happened to uh, find a cooking job and then just like kind of really went into it, I guess. Wow. <laughs> what? So did you just, you like, can I have a job cooking food for you? I'm not really, this isn't what yeah, I've trained for. Basically. Who yeah. let you do that? Some guy in Illinois. Some guy in Illinois? <laughs> Some guy just, in Illinois. Like, <laughs> you just like, yeah, sure. You could be in charge of my place. Maybe yeah, basically. Well, I don't yeah. understand. So then you had to just learn how to cook? Yeah. What? I yeah. Like, you had to learn how flavors work? I guess. It took a long time. I sucked at it for a while. Did you learn under somebody? Did you watch someone else do it? I just, like, kind of... What? I mean, I guess I kind of watched someone do it, but I just, like... 
did it. And here I am. Wow. So anyways, the answer to the question is I went to the, uh, I had a date the other day and I, okay. I clipped my, my date. Ooh, it was good. A good date. Nice. Um, That's exciting. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I decided to cook Thai food and this Thai beer goes really well. Oh yeah, that's good with, stuff. With Thai food, so I feel like I've had that before. I have some leftover ones. Did you initially work for a Thai place, or um, you just learned to do that recently? I so I used to work at like this place in in Illinois that was like kind of like a bistro. Wow. Um, and Man. then I worked at a couple of those, and then I moved here, and one of my friends back home suggested I work for this place called Pock Pock, which is like kind of like, he's the guy that it's RIP. It's not here anymore, but the guy that um, ran it was like a celebrity chef. Um, and like stuff. people back in Illinois knew of him. So I was like, all right, I guess That's I'll try yeah. to do that. And I got in there and like was super into it. That's I really love Thai food. Thai food is phenomenal. Yeah. Do you have a favorite dish? Actually, yeah, what do you uh, I, mean, I love Thai food, but yeah, I don't think I've had enough Thai food. I would like to know the other. Uh, is there a dish that I don't order enough that people should be ordering? I should be eating papaya salads, like one of my favorites. Papaya salad. Uh, oh, it's so good. Or like any kind of larb, uh, which is like a minced meat situation. Um, cow soy is really great. Like any curry. Um, there's also some like like super specific things that I learned from this place. Like the guy that runs this restaurant, like went to Thailand and like found a bunch of restaurants on the side of the highway that had like dirt roads. I mean, dirt floors and learned specific dishes from these restaurants and then brought it back here. One of my best oh, that's how you know that shit is good. One of my best friends. Yeah. Was a Thai restaurant. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's yeah. radical. Huh. That's so funny. Alex, Alex went to Pock Pock, which is unreal. Alex from Pacific Plaza, yeah. Yeah, I worked. I worked for Pock Pock for a few years, and it was crazy. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> That's crazy. I bet it was, man. That's like you know, that cook life is a crazy life. Oh yeah, yeah I was told. like sixty yeah, hours, sixty hours a week. Fuck right? that. You hear about that? Wild. Yeah. Oh. I used to work like on Saturday crazy. and then Sunday. I'd work sixteen-hour days. Jesus, bro. Hey, man. That's the other thing, too. You know what? A lot of cooks I meet are like, they're kind of crazy, too. They like live some crazy yeah. lives, man. You're pretty yeah, like, really... calm for a cook. <laughs> like, Yeah, no yeah. shit. King Quartz yeah, wants it's... to know if you're still a cook. I I yeah. am. I work at a nonprofit now um, as, I guess, a, a cook. Um, but we, we make soup and we have like a program there where we basically are um i guess like the term that this nonprofit uses is a workforce rehab rehab rehabilitation <laughs> there you go um there you go. so we basically are like helping out folks that are um in risk of experiencing houselessness and like kind Amazing. of giving them tools Amazing. to get jobs in the restaurant industry here in portland wow so yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with uh, those dudes doing that. Very now. cool. So, so it's it's cooking, but it's also like a lot of other stuff. But yeah, technically, yeah. Let him cook. <laughs> Celadon Dream wow. Suite. What are your musical guilty pleasures? 
Do you even believe um, that you can have a musical guilty pleasure? My musical guilty pleasure. Uh, from watching TikTok, I can say there there's one song from Taylor Swift that I like, but I couldn't tell you what song it is. Um, and then there's like one song from Justin Bieber that's kind of catchy to me, but I also I couldn't tell you what that is. <laughs> hey, that they, they know how to do it <laughs> in the know. pop music world. They, they, they really they, do. They really do, don't they? They really do. They know how to create like an arresting experience. I uh, myself was quite partial to that Justin Bieber album that dropped that uh, Diplo produced. Was that a I mean, thing? Diplo produced I'm a pretty Justin sure Bieber Diplo album? produced most of it. I can't remember what the name That's of the wild. album was. It was in the mid middle of the 2010s. And I, I liked it. Fuck it. Wow. No idea. Okay. I would like for you to tell me why you think in the pop music world, some acts, or just in the whole music world, right? Like, why are some acts popular and some acts just don't make it? Like in any scene, in, in the in the like popular music. In world? any scene, actually, in let me amend scene? that question. But but speaking of pop music, like why do we have some Taylor Swifts and some Justin Bieber's, and then we have a whole lot of little guys that are just as, if not more, skilled and just don't make it? It's money, right? It's got to be. It's got to be. be money. Twitter check like marks. How much money? How how much money people have to spend on on PR? I think, right? Yeah, I think so. You think? Yeah. Like yeah, I've I had, think. I've had people like reach out to me, like PR uh, people, and they're like, "We'd love to promote your music," and That's wild. And I'm like, "Okay, like, how much do you want?" And they're like, oh, "We want a thousand dollars per track for a month." And I'm like, "I can't afford that." Yeah, like that's ridiculous. So I, I think, I think that's like a a, a big part of it is like how much money you really have to spend on it yeah i don't know i think that's correct i think that's too yeah that is the big separator yeah yeah but that's there's really no way to simplify it further it's absolutely money capital Mm -hmm. uh some kind of gangster wants to know are are you paul rudd or are you keanu reeves (laughs) what question is that <laughs> um probably keanu reeves because like i was so into the matrix when i was a kid i would always watch that with my dad matrix fire movie fire movie i don't really like the new one too much yeah you know i didn't see it and I, I love vibe. the Wachowski sisters but it's kind of a weird vibe it doesn't yeah. have the same vibe as the old ones that's kind of what i heard yeah always disappointing. i really like paul I really like Paul Rudd in uh, my, uh, what is it called? My Idiot Brother. Yeah. That's oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's one that you don't think about enough, too, I think. Yeah. And what, what was he in, like, I Love You, Man, or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mostly Keanu Reeves, though. And then I, like, recently watched John Wick, and those movies are, like. I've never seen them. They are, like. So the, the story. I the story like yeah, at first same. really sucks and then like it's like an action flick and then it gets really interesting but i mean like those movies are like to watch like for like the action and like watching this dude like just literally like headshot every single person <laughs> and he comes into contact with <laughs> that's the point right i mean yeah 
You don't like watch he makes a point blood of like sport for the storyline. Shooting them in the torso like five times and then like also shooting them in the head. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Time and a place. You have a favorite film? Um, from Keanu Reeves or Okay. Let's do that one first. Or oh okay. I want to know um, the answer to both as well. I want to know the answer to both. It's a tough Probably Damn. Probably the original Matrix. All right. From use. And then my favorite movie of all time. Yes. Is uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. that's great. Nice. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead's my favorite of all time. But I love all that stuff from Edgar Wright. Yeah, he's all he's, that stuff's really fun. great. I don't know if I liked uh, Last Night in Soho very much, but... I didn't see that. I, that's been a little bit, bit divisive, that film, it seems like. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of... People it was kind like of his forgot attempt. about that one. Yeah, it was like his attempt at like, horror. Yeah, it was oh. his first attempt at horror, and I think it might have like kind of missed, unfortunately. Because there was the other one where they were like both cops. What was that one called? Hot Fuzz. Yeah, thank you. That's great. Hot Fuzz that one was so pretty good. funny. Yeah. That's great. Up, Pacific Plaza would like to know what your top five broken social scene songs are. Oh God, I'm looking right now. <laughs> are you are you as big of a fan as I am? I love broken social scene. I have Me a too. I have a uh, signed poster from them in my kitchen. Get out of here! Yeah. When did you? When I have really. Yeah, I saw them in like I saw them like five years ago or something nice and i also have two copies of you forgot it and people on vinyl and <laughs> one of them's open and then the other one i'm not gonna open until like i'm much older so I can, that's like, that's great brand new um i fought my top five in no particular order oh you gotta rank them come on i can't do that <laughs> i fucking I love broken social that. scene that's, that's the problem. Like, that's, the problem. I that's a huge ask. Um, anthems for a seventeen-year-old girl. Oh yeah, that's great. That's a great one. Um, right. Yep. Um, Pacific theme. That's a good one. Lover spit. Um, I could say my my favorite. Um, okay. Uh, for sure, is looks just like the sun. That song's beautiful. Um, so singable. And then, how many do I have left? One more. One more. Uh, major label debut. It's a good one. Yeah. Now, now, stop me if I'm wrong. Are those not all on? You forgot it in people. <laughs> no, major label debut. Is that on, on the self-titled? self-titled? Yeah. So, so I got to see them during the self-titled tour, in That's like two thousand nine. 2008 yeah and it was fucking awesome they played at Stubbs outside in Austin and it's one of the best shows I have ever been to yeah I've seen them I think once or maybe they play for a really long time and there's just such good energy and great vibes they are clearly thoroughly enjoying themselves yeah and yeah I I gotta say man Sorry, I don't mean to talk over you because I love oh, Broken can... Social Scene and had no idea you were a huge fan. Oh, I love but them. The self-titled, and I get a lot of shit for this, but the self-titled album is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I really, really love Super Connected. That one's a good one, too. Yeah. I like and, all um, their stuff, really. 
Yeah, dude. Honestly. And I love like all this stuff that's Cause like, equals time it, is like... probably my favorite one on You Forgot It in I think that's on You Forgot It in People, isn't it? Uh Cause equals time. I may be mis misremembering. I think Yeah, it is. It is on there. On You Forgot It in People. Yeah, and I like all their like uh all the like things that have come from it too, like um Feist and Brendan Canning and yeah. um, the Most Serene Republic. Um, mm-hmm. All the like metric came from arts that, and crafts I think. records. Yeah, arts and crafts. Like all yeah. that stuff is like uh, super solid. That is a super group super done solid. perfectly. Yeah, I mean, like, I, mean, I guess te- they're yeah. technically not a super group because they were the birther of all those things. They were the precursor, but but. That's how you do like a what twelve member band, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, man, they're so good. Great question, Pacific Plaza. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Reverie Sound Review was an offshoot. Wow, I knew Do Make Say Think was, or, or not an offshoot, but like Charles Spearin was in both bands. Did you ever get into Do Make Say Think or Reverie Sound mm-hmm. Review? Not so much. Do make mm-hmm. say think was more like the like jazzy kind of post rock, okay. Like um, like tortoise meets, I don't know, uh, explosions in the sky kind of, but okay. like jazzy. Can't say I'm familiar. I'll check uh, it out. Post post rock was like, I don't know. I got I got a few years on you. Post rock was like I like post rock. Yeah. Uh, like I like explosions in the sky. Um. I can't really think of any other ones, though. <laughs> I think there's, like, a band called, like, Caspian or something. Yeah, that's... Caspian is great. Um, Caspian's kind of a deep cut. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's see here. This Will Destroy You. This Will Destroy You is Fire. Um, God is an you. Astronaut. Yep, Godspeed, you black hipper. God is an Astronaut. That's another deep cut. Okay. You are um, a post-rock fan. You're not fucking around. I like it. There's like one that's like. What about Mogwai? Do you fuck with Mogwai? Yeah, I like Mogwai. Yeah. And. Yeah, there's like a few other ones, but I, I haven't listened to post rock in a while. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I have been getting super into like house music for the yes. first time. Like Fred again. I love Fred again a lot. And I like. Um, a lot of like UK dance. Like, there's this guy called Nachi who is like somehow flown under the radar, but they're amazing. Um, at Apollo, um, Quartet. Very cool. Just like more dancey stuff recently. So, we yeah. were having a but- conversation before the show about how big of a Tycho fan you are. Yeah. And I mentioned Lone, and um, uh, you said you'd never heard Lone. So yeah. if you're getting into housey music, I'm going to float you a track or two that I really think you're going to like. Yes. Yeah. I and it's not from Lemurian. All right. Yeah, I follow, followed Lone. We've got... Uh, wait, this is not a chat question. Okay. So we've heard enough about your favorite music. I need to hear about your least favorite music. Hmm. What do oh, yeah. you fucking hate hearing? 
Um, I'm not a huge fan of like pop country, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, like, fair. Because like, I'm like from the Midwest. Oh. I'm from uh, Rockford, Illinois, which is like kind of uh, west of Chicago. And I have heard so much fucking pop country that I can't stand <laughs> it anymore. Or just like pop Dude. in general. Um, I don't like dubstep very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what it's- else? Dubstep. I, I mean, know. Skelly fucks with dubstep. I do. I don't. I, I don't know. I wish I, I like could it. get into it, man. What do you think about rhythm, Skelly? Do you like rhythm? Yeah, yeah. It. There's always there's a Patty Smith in every genre. I will never ever stand here and say dubstep is bad because it's not. I just you, can't really get into it. It's actually really fun in the live. If you're at a if you're at one of those festivals and like everybody's like into it and dancing around in their little outfits and on their substances then it like becomes really fun it kind of requires all that sometimes but you yeah. don't like listen to it terribly casually that often but in that circumstance it's really fun it's like um jungle noises you know what i mean it's like it was like this digital version of like growling and like being in the jungle that's true robot frogs robot frogs sell it on dream suite with a banger question have you ever had a band or musician where you really liked their music but they evolved as an artist in a direction that didn't click with you anymore. Block Party. Block Party, yeah. For yeah, sure. <laughs> Block Party. Block Party. Yeah. Um, you know, I hate to say it. I really do. And I've been like trying to deny this for the longest time. But like, Washed Out's new album is Bruh. not good. Damn. I don't like, I don't like it. I haven't heard and it. I've, it's just like he's going for like a shot A, like uh like stripped down version of washed out and like i like that like that old classic sound that he mm-hmm. has and i hope he kind of like goes back into like his earlier stuff um let me think who else i had yeah block party is like the biggest <laughs> yeah. example for me for sure just like, kinda their music now is just spun terrible. out it's terrible now, in my opinion. Um, yeah, block party. I gotta say, man. Um, <laughs> from you want to talk like chill wave acts, Team Days and Brother Tiger are making some of the best shit they've ever made. At Team least Days in my is really opinion. great. I love Team Days. Is so good. They're... I remember like hearing about Team Days like from like Adult Swim back in the day, right? Or some shit. Yeah. That's how I heard about Washed Out was in like 2009. Um, I was watching Adult Swim and they did their summer uh, singles series that year. And You and I from Washed Out was one of their singles. And it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I haven't been this. I haven't Dude, been this. Shout out Adult Swim for putting so yeah, many people no, on. I, I don't, I wonder, is Adult Swim even a thing anymore? I don't watch TV. Like, kind of. Kind of. It's it's not the way it's it was just, in like 2009. That's for well, sure. It does, yeah. It's not it's not the center of attention like it used to be because well, I mean everything's been decentralized because we've yeah. from television to the internet, right? True. Um, Lux Lux is talking in chat about a washed out playlist. 
like a bill that she has on her wall. Oh. So I've I've encouraged her to post a picture of it in the server. But uh, she's got yes. a she's got a set list. It's pretty cool JS. Lots of great tracks. Adult Swim was absolutely proto vaporwave short stuff. In my opinion, like what was it? Uh is it ear ear feeder? No, what's what's Flying Lotus's record label called? That sounds about is that, right. Is that right? Have you have you heard Flying Lotus's like alter ego project? Captain Murphy. Captain Murphy. Captain Murphy I've is not heard a lot of ridiculous. It. It's so oh, absolutely, great. Absolutely, of course, for sure. So much I ghostly international Murphy. and brain feeder. Mark. Sorry, brain feeder right. is his. I said ear feeder, I said which feeder. I think is actually well. You probably did. <laughs> I can't remember anything. No um. Yeah, Brain Feeder and, and Ghostly International were the move back in the, the 2000s, the late 2000s. Yeah, the mid-late 2000s. Yeah, you're right. So if you're listening to a song that you really like, what would be an example of something like a production style or a sound or instrument that would just ruin the song, like immediately turn it off, don't want to hear it again? Oh. Man, that's a good question. <laughs> Something that would ruin a song. Damn, they are hating on trap drums in the chat. I mean, trap drums are terrible. <laughs> trap oh, drums are terrible? What are you guys I talking about? I hate, I hate trap drums. You don't like those high hat that rolls? Is good, that, is, that is, I don't like it. It's too much. The bass uh, lines can be fire sometimes. Do, but do you listen to like any of like the ambient trap stuff where they kind of really play with the drums and they do different things for it? Oh. So like I'm a big well, like think about something like Clams Casino, right? Okay. Yeah. So like think about like stuff that's influenced by Clams Casino. Like that shit's okay. a, that's just amazing. The drums like, always sound different. It's like which house is like trappy, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or wave like that's trappy. But they're doing a like every one of the drums in, the, in, the, in that stuff sounds the same. It sounds different. Yeah, like they're doing some kind of crazy thing, or they're using some strange samples, or layering with the reverbs. I love those hi hats. They sound like snake rattle, like a snake's tail rattling. That's yeah. That's like the only thing really... I don't like about that kind of music, especially like with like puts that like that witch house band. Which one? Salem. No one. Salem. Crystal no. castles. No. 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 Uh, White ring, um, sidewalks and skeleton. Purity ring. No, no. Purity Pure. ring. That's like the only thing I don't like about their music is like the. Oh, the, I love. The, I think. The, it's, I think it's necessary for that. I think it's necessary for that kind of music with their like little. Fair like, enough. EB like little stuff that they like. What kind of other drums would you put over that kind of music? I don't know. And that's, <laughs> that's a good so question. Wild. Honestly, <laughs> like Maybe hearing a fat, fat bass line and some just like sultry ass night creeping trap drums after yeah. a drop. It's just yeah. like, I love it. No, I, I see what you're saying though. I don't like a basic trap beat when yeah. it's not being dressed up or they're trying something different. But I don't really like any kind right. of like basic kind of beat if it's not being tra- dressed up. I don't like anything that's like too derivative. But I think Fair. that a lot of those waybacks are using like the like most intense sounding drums I've ever heard in my life because they're mm-hmm. so different and they're just trying to do things sound like you know they, they layer them with sounds of like lightning crashing and stuff like that sometimes. Yeah, and, like it's really right. interesting. You know what I mean? Like, um, so that's like, when you're doing it like that, you know what I mean? You're trying to think outside the box, but you're using the syncopation patterns still. I think it's, I think it's really sexy. 
I think it's sexy when you do the trap style drum beats, but you're changing the actual kit that you use to do different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I think that shit's sexy. I think it's very Fair sultry. Enough. All right, so you'll think of you'll think of something song? else that you hate, and yeah. you'll you'll come back and you'll jump in the chat. You'll be like, "Oh, I also fucking hate this." But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So, see, you've been involved in the vaporwave scene. Is was that where you? I mean, you meant you told you give us our story with with Alex, but is that where you immediately landed? Or did you um, ever have your feet in any other scenes? Oh, that's a quick question. How did you figure out about Vaporwave? Yeah, uh, answer, answer, answer that, that one question. instead. Actually, I forgot I mean, about that. Hold on. How did I figure out about Vaporwave? I, like, heard uh, Floral Shop forever ago yeah. Yeah. and hated nice. it. I hated it. <laughs> you hated it. I hated it at first. And then, they- <laughs> like... I kind of like came back to it eventually. Well, you said you found George Planton too. And, and then I, I found George Planton and then like. That sort of opened up another bunch of other artists that were loosely associated. Yeah, know, I think like I, right? I found George Planton and then I found his stream and then I somehow found the Chillwave Kitten stream. Oh, I joined was... the Discord and then there's like a bunch of Vaporwave artists in there. And then I started like fucking with them. So I realized it was, like, it was more than what you thought it was at first. Yeah, it was like ridiculous. Like how much of the community there was behind it, and um, so yeah, that's how like how I found it, I suppose. Yeah, and how much kind of room for creativity there is, and like yeah. a lot of times you find right. that like all these people are influenced by the same stuff that you are too. A lot yeah. are, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, sure. that's how everybody gets grouped together. It's like it's very similar like worldview of music. Yeah. Do you remember Kyle um, Tycho's ISO fifty blog? I love that so much. Me too. Yeah. And I really miss the days that him and Heathered Pearls and Calm Trues were like regularly posting like playlists and recommendations. I would download every single song they ever posted. Um, yeah. Even the Bloghouse shit. <laughs> but anyways, um, I discovered eighteen Carat Fair via that Under the Mountain compilation. That I think was compiled yeah. by Calm Trues. Yeah, that's wild. And it had the like it. I think it had bitter turns to sugar on it, and I thought it was just like lo-fi synthwave or something. Yeah, I didn't even know what it was called, but I think you'll find it entertaining that I discovered vaporwave thanks to Scott. Um, I can't remember his last name. Hanson. Scott Hanson. <laughs> Scott Hanson. Yeah, that's wild. Great, great curator he is. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, like, I, like, I think I might have, like, stumbled onto his art before his music, honestly. Oh, that's really I have, that's like, nifty. I have two of his posters, and his, like, art style is so good. Yeah. So good. He, he definitely kind of, like, pioneered that whole, like, early chill wave like sacred geometry like look yeah, like, you remember, like, yeah. Do you, chris yeah. do you remember how like every other like giraffage album or slow magic had a fucking triangle or a circle yep. and just yeah. like the There's gradients so many people now they're just yep. doing the yep. dude thing. baths yeah. his album cover was a circle like exactly yeah i remember <laughs> somebody posted that shit someone was like what was it with chill wave people and circles on the cover sacred geometry oh man that's funny good stuff so, like, if you had to, I mean, you said, you said a sound that you didn't really like was pop country. Like, uh, 
I'm trying to like ask you to maybe like like pick a genre of music. Well, you already kind of said dubstep. All right, so let's yeah. let's just go into like the live experience. Have you seen a lot of live shows, and have you got yeah. any favorites that you can tell us about? Um, I saw Washed Out during their Paracosm tour in like 2013 at Bonnaroo, which was incredible because that's my favorite album of all time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I also saw Empire of the Sun there. Oh, wow. Which also was really cool. I didn't expect the like the people like the fans of that band to be as dedicated as they are they like all had like um like outfits and like face paint uh-huh. and like they were super into it you said um, this was at 2013 i think so it was like i went from like 2012 to 2014 i believe uh celadon um, dream suite says they were at the 2013 bonnaroo oh that's crazy yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> But yeah, that was a good one. Uh, recently, I saw um, Tame Impala. That 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 mm. show was nuts. I guess they like for that tour. It was like last year. They like had like thirteen semi trailers to haul around all the stuff for their sh- that show. Um, Damn, and it was nuts. What do they dre- they do like an of Montreal never- thing? I, I never would have thought that Team Impala, like you saw Aspen like twelve years ago or whatever. I would never, I would never thought. Oh, dude, be, Tame Impala yeah. was on Chillwave mixes. Like, oh, check yeah, out this. I this saw other... Tame Impala at Bonnaroo, and it was terrible. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, you would find a Tame Impala song like sandwiched between a Neon Indian and some throwaway Chillwave artist. Yeah, now like look at them. What the heck? Wow. Yeah, yeah. they've really blown up. I miss, like, the old Team Impala. Yeah, I I kind of agree. Psychedelic rock, like, uh, Perth, Australia vibe. What are some... Using the surfing? You've gotten into them yet? Yes, a little bit. Yeah, that's a great example of, like, a very, like, chill wave, like... Maybe not so much chill wave, more like psychedelia. Yeah, Yeah, very psychedelic. Yeah, I haven't gotten super into it. I don't like listen to like a ton of vaporwave. To be honest, I, I was I was kind of curious if you were still like an act like a vaporwave fan or not. Really, that I don't my know. Question. I don't know. Like I. Well, and if I can just say, like know. a lot of you and the other coast to coast guys. Are, are like vapor but like adjacent also you guys yeah. all of you guys like take house or shoegaze or dream pop or something and kind of like just make your own new fresh yeah. version of it like the coast to coast collective is a great example of people that are like doing fresh new exciting things with with vaporwave and just kind of like genre bending a little bit yeah I agree sure. with that I definitely definitely agree yeah, I definitely agree with that too. What are some yeah. live shows that you've attended that you really did not enjoy? Like, some um, just... unfortunately, I like most recently the one that I can think of is I went to see Small Black at a, a venue here. Oh. I don't think it was like them particularly, but I think it might have been like 
the sound guy. Yeah. Like, it was way off. There was definitely some shit going on way with off. the main stage at Electronicon 3 with the sound. Really? Uh, were you at, Were you there? Mm-mm. No, you didn't make it, damn. I didn't make it. I hope to make it to one of those events eventually. Oh, would love sure. to. Would love to dap you up, man. Oh, Luxury Noise just posted the CTC Spotify playlist. Oh, Thanks, yeah, that's buddy. Right. Hell yeah. So, Small Black, or or just the sound guy. Anybody else? Um, I saw this band called... Band. Was it J-Som? Oh, J-Som. J-Som. Yeah, I really listened. I listened to them a lot. They weren't good. The, the live show wasn't great. But it was like... Damn. It was like when they were like more new and they were like learning, and I think it was probably like their first like tour of like headlining yeah, shows. Yeah, they're like so. a pretty like lo-fi, you know. Yeah, it's kind of sometimes hard to translate that to a live performance without yeah. like you know the intimacy of listening to it. Yeah, just I didn't by think yourself. That, yeah. Damn, I've That's not tough. heard them. Yeah, they're like kind of like in the indie sphere. Yeah, I got you. Lo-fi uh, indie-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, disappointing yeah. here. It wasn't very good. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But. What would be, in your opinion, whether it be a track album or artist, what would be your favorite example of your favorite genre of music? My favorite example of my favorite genre of if music? If you had to take a time capsule or like one of those records that they have floating around in space for aliens to find... To explain chill wave or shoegaze or whatever, like mm-hmm. what what would you put? I know you I know you give us a playlist, but um, doesn't necessarily have to be one single track. It could be an artist or an album. <laughs> I mean, I kind of mentioned it before, but Paracosm. Oh yeah, washed out. out. Do you um, think that that's a definitive example of chill wave? I think that's probably like what I would consider to be. So, or like, I don't know. It's like hard for me to decide between that and within and without. Gotcha. Yeah. But also, I guess like M83. Um, what is that? What is that? Album? I, I really want to know what your favorite album is by them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really hard to choose between uh, Before the Dawn Heals Us and Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. Like so. Hurry Up We're Dreaming is definitely like an epic album in that it's yeah. like really long and has a lot of like highs and lows. Yeah. I'm I'm going I'm going to pick Before the Dawn Heals Us personally just because yeah. it was so moving to me. It's probably because of when and where I heard it. It's probably not objectively better. It just means more to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably choose that too. But I don't know, it's it's hard to choose. I like a lot of people like, in chat I are like saying all of them. Saturdays equals youth. Do you, I think that's do you one remember of my the very first? Oh, that's disappointing. I feel like that was like a proto synth wave <laughs> album. Sort of sensibilities in this like sort of quasi strange synthesizer world. I love that album. I love his early work as well. It's almost like electronic post rock or like electronic yeah. shoegaze. Like the first album and then the one with Run Into Flowers. The second one, can't Which remember what it's called. Dead Cities, Red Dead Seas, cities. and Lost Ghosts, something like, like almost that. Almost like chip tune. Yeah, yeah. 
definitely he's definitely covered some ground between that first album and um you know the one that he's just recently put out and then yeah. what was the other Fantasy. one before that junk i think junk yeah he's done a lot of soundtrack work too Oh yeah, he did like a. Uh, I think it was like Oblivion. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. I definitely like would love to do like scores of some sort yeah. eventually. Like well, it seems like a lot of people who, you know, are are small, you know, kind of bedroom producers like vaporwave artists and, and other scenes. You know, if if they don't make it big, quote unquote, they, you know, ghost produce or they they make soundtracks or. You know, just just little bits of music for like independent film or TV shows. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I did a soundtrack for fun. One time. Yeah, really. Like, oh yeah, you can go online and like Google like skeleton lipstick. It's so it was a. Uh, I think I, yeah, he remade this recently. The David Cronenberg yeah, had like the David as first and most crimes of the future. It's like sixty minutes long. It was like his, his student, you know, his, his thesis, right? And, like, no, there's not really a soundtrack for it. So, like, I scored the whole thing for fun. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like, it was, like, interesting to look to do that because then you think about, like, themes, like, musical themes, like, what keeps repeating, like, you know, you know, this is, like, the theme, this is, like, the song for it that starts it. And then, like, when you change to different, like, themes, you do, like, a variation of that. And I need to keep the theme of the film moving forward, right? So, like, the first song that it opens with, the first piece I wrote, it like will come in several times throughout the rest of the movie as you get to like a new a like a light motif. Yeah, yeah. That, that's right. That was, like yeah, the light motif. That, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay. So like yeah, that first like when the scene changes, I'll do like a different version of that like song, but like it's played slightly differently or there's slightly different instrumentation for a it. Palette swap. You know what I mean? So like you keep the theme moving forward yeah. but then you do other stuff once the scene starts you know you start with the thing that you heard at the beginning but then change into something else you know, depending on the tension or whatever yeah I did it for fun to like kind of actually learn to produce that yeah right you can that look it up funny. on uh, Lipstick Crimes of the Future you can guys can watch that what's it called? Uh, Crimes of the Future but just that's the name of the, of the, of the thing of the, of the movie he actually yeah. remade it recently but it's Crimes of the Future it's Crimes of the Future and, and Rescored by Skeleton Lipstick or whatever. Just put Skeleton Lipstick and Crimes of the Future in together. Check and that out. Whitewoods did his own score to the... Oh, yeah, Whitewoods, of course, recently, yeah. To the yeah. Wizard. The yeah. Wizard. Yeah, do you remember yeah. that old movie with the power glove? It's yeah. so bad. Yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> so Whitewoods, like, truncated the film and made, like, a like a Cliff Notes version of it and did his own, like sa- like, original soundtrack for it. What is an example of an artist that uh, you really like, but is a colossal douchebag? Oh, no. Um, Or maybe somebody that you just don't like their music anymore because they're so awful. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, You know... I was like literally talking to my one of my friends about this today. Um, so you know that band, the 1975. Yes. Yes. So like They're very popular band. Very popular band. There's been like things like circulating TikTok about Maddie Healy that's just like kind of really problematic. <laughs> I feel like that's bound to happen eventually with that. Band. Like he like will uh, 
like make out with like teenagers at shows oh, and gross. do other weird shit that I shouldn't do. Um, like some like slightly racist stuff at shows. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's the only example I could really think Damn. of. Damn. <laughs> but yeah. So when it comes to something like that, are you a separate the art from the artist type, or do you just kind of continue to to? Are you going to let I mean, that dull your shine? You know. I mean, I really guess it really depends on the severity of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Really, for me, thoroughly. But I, agree. I mean, like, I don't really even like really listen to the nineteen seventy five anymore. I wouldn't say that what I've seen to be enough, I guess, but like. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. It's tough. It's a case it's by tough. It's it's very nuanced. Yeah, it's very nuanced. I have I have a lot of friends that would would separate the art from the artist from some of the more like controversial artists and I don't know if I would agree with that. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. There's there's definitely a lot of artists that I have continued to enjoy but have stopped supporting. Yeah. Vocally, yeah, I mean, like, financially, yeah. no more paying for their albums, no more being a loud and proud fan, just like, yeah. hey, I'm not going to let this behavior take this meaningful yeah. experience away from me, but I'm damn sure not going to support it, like, fiscally. Yeah, like, for example, like, I never really got into it, but, like, Kanye West, for example, like... <laughs> Yeah, he's uh he's lost he's lost he lost his mind a long time ago. Yeah. I mean I never really liked Kanye, but because he's I mean, in my opinion, that's he's kind of a hot take. Like, no, it's I saw him at Bonnaroo actually and it was terrible. Oh, really? You know, I, I've yeah. heard from a lot of people that have seen him live that he is like just doesn't appreciate his fans at all. No, he like I, th- I don't know what happened exactly, but he came on super late and he, he would stop his set like multiple times to just like complain and like shit on the audience. Really? Yeah. It was I- I've heard this many times, Chris. Have you not heard this? I mean, it's like a know. known behavior thing. Yeah. It was pretty terrifying. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. If you could, without naming any names, tell us. Why you dislike the most overrated vaporwave act? No names. Tell us. <laughs> tell us why you dislike them. Um. There's this like. Oh God. I'm gonna get canceled. I'm not gonna get you canceled. <laughs> I just want to know the reason. That's all. Um. There's like this like there's certain like sound from vaporwave that's just like like cheesy and it's supposed to be cheesy but i hate it <laughs> okay you mean I like s- like silly midi wave type stuff yeah i got gotcha. you i just i don't like it and like people like they kind of somewhat recently like came out with something and people like freaked out over it and uh-huh. whatever and i was just like this is this is, this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> this is the content i crave Midi oh wave. Did you yeah, say the mini, mini wave. wave? No, I said mini wave. I heard mini wave. Mini wave. It doesn't matter. 
Oh man. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm I'm on record just admitting that the the Vectroid albums, the Home album, Prism Corp, I really can't get into. But like I respect it. It's just not yeah. for me. I only from Vectroid, I like Floral Shop and um what's the other that other one? Um Sick and Panic? Uh uh-uh. uh. Is it a. It's like it... their most, like, listener friend. Uh, Neo Cali. Oh, I love Neo Cali. Yeah. Neo Cali is probably. I, I don't want to act like anything's objectively better than anything else, but I would say if you wanted, like, a starter kit to Ramona, I would say Neo Cali. I'm a really big fan of. Um, Seed and Synthetic Earth, but I get like shit on all the time for admitting that I really like that album. Yeah, it's... I can't really do anything else from <clears throat> Vectroid. Damn. Too much. Not Color Ocean Road. I mean, Star Calc, they're both pretty similar to Neo Cali. I mean, even that is too much. <laughs> I don't know. Too much. <laughs> hey, it, it, you like what you like, man. Yeah. What is your favorite artist's most overrated song? Um, am I still allowed to like it if it's overrated? You are yeah, 110% you are allowed to like it. Uh, washed out, feel it all around. Yeah, wow. I mean, I guess you could say it's overrated because it's overplayed. Yeah, that's why. I still think no, it's a phenomenal song. I mean, especially like living here in Portland... Oh, like it's like, yeah, like and it's it's kind of been like coined as like the 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 Portland theme song in a way. Right. So I never like could, I, don't, I couldn't get into Amor Fati. I like that one. But it's not bad, it's just not for me. No. You know. What are <laughs> <laughs> what a Skelly, where did you get the? What is the name of that? What is the name of that video game? Undertale. Undertale. Thank you. Where did you get the Undertale skeleton guy? Around. Unreal. Um, I don't actually play the video game, but I really enjoy it. I like watching the playthroughs of it. And I bruh. Like all, the, all, I all the stuff behind it. You don't like play video games much, do you, Chris? Don't play video games. No. I like watching it. That Undertale in particular, I really actually really enjoy everything about it, its concept and all the stuff involved in it. But I can't. If if there was going to be any game this man would play, it would definitely be RPGs because he fucks with stories like that. Me? Yeah. Me? Yeah. If there was an RPG, yeah, he would. That day? No, I wouldn't. Absolutely. Why would? Okay, why not? Because I'm living one. I don't want to play one. (laughs) What are you going to do? Play Tetris? No, I play fighting games. I have to play a game. Or oh, Doom with okay. all the cheat codes on. Fair. Fair enough. All right, let I me not fighting, act like I, I know. Honestly, I am way late to I would game. never in my life play an RPG. I would never in my life play an RPG. Never in my life. Well, I really I think mean, you know, like them, but all right. I'll never. It's too much. Damn. <laughs> it's too much. I love RPG. Let me They're a lot. They're a let lot. Me, let me put this on the record right now that I love RPGs. And I love all the lore, and I love watching the playthroughs of them. I enjoy that a lot. I love watching my friends play them. I mean, if I can watch a quick play one all day long, I totally will. You know what I mean? But um, I'm not playing that, man. That's, I'm not. <laughs> it's a I'm lot. Doing it's that. a time sink. That's, 
It is too much. It's too much. I could not even back in the days when I did play video games. Like I could never play Zelda. I'm like, oh no. no. And there is a lot of like suspension of disbelief. You know, some of the stories are the amount of time it requires of me. Okay, yeah, that's a really good answer. Let me tell you, especially did I not just go on record as saying I love them and I really enjoy watching the playthroughs. I find them very moving and powerful and beautiful pieces of storytelling and art. I just I can't sit. You there don't want to spend like yeah, 120 same, hours. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I love video games, but like I I spend like way more time like watching other people play them than yeah, I actually. Yeah, I love watching them. I'll watch playthroughs all the time. I'm the guy yeah. who's gonna cheer on the friends who play them. You know, good man. I watch. Yeah. I watch the people who play them. Like I watch. Yeah, I watch Quip <laughs> or 3D Blast or whatever. Play video games all day. It seems super fun to watch. That's exciting. I don't and I don't have to have the responsibility. <laughs> that's that's a good <laughs> well said um before I we understand finish how it's more meaningful though if you do play it though like it means a lot more if you're, i would just like i was sitting here going oh skelly doesn't like his time wasted he's at least want to experience something that's moving and deep and like no artistic. i totally get what you're saying but, I, I no totally i get, get what you're saying, saying too it is a Violet. huge time sink yeah no i i play fighting games yeah, I mean, they, they the only thing that's... In my opinion, it's the button combos. I can't remember the goddamn button combos, y'all. Yeah, I mean, I, I've played much. Mortal Kombat all day long back in the day. Yeah, and I just... I My reflexes just kind of suck, so... <laughs> you can you can have all the fighting games. <laughs> Patch notes. I, mean, I, don't play, I don't play that either anymore, so no big I loss. Just watched, I just watch the fatalities on YouTube now for the new ones. Like, right. That's all I do. Yeah, I'm going to watch those. That's me. I'm not going to go get the Knights of the Round materia, but I'll damn sure look and see what the animation looks like. Yeah. Beautiful. The so amazing. we've got to get this man to bed. Um, why don't oh, yes. you go ahead and cover our, in our final portion anything that you want to shout out or promote or say before we uh, before we end our broadcast? Um, go check out Endless Surrender uh, and Golden Hour. Um, and also, I want to give out some shout-outs. Uh, Luxury Noise, Econo Hell Jazz, yeah. Simple Syrup, Stray Medicine, Device Operator, Joy of Kittens, Soft Replica, all the CCC people, whoever great has people. been a part of it. Um, you guys are great. Uh, yeah, I'm a part of it too. Shout out <laughs> yeah. to me. I'm, yeah, yeah, shout out to you. Shout go out check to out, me. Go check out the Breathe Remix. Yeah, from Skeleton Lipstick. Or check Skeleton out uh, the Price I Pay, which is also thank you right. for saying check that. Out. It's a banger. It's a banger. Compilation. Go check out the Price I Pay. <laughs> Those are all solid artists that you should definitely check out, and many of them are. Yeah. Oh, thank you, short stuff. Many of them are very good um, friends of the show too. Luxury Noise yeah. has been a longtime viewer. Uh, mod in in our server. Soft Replica, longtime oh, friend also, of mine. Also, uh, Strip Silence. Shout out to Strip Silence. Shout I out Strip Silence. A while back, uh, we had like a weird little uh, get together <laughs> with uh, Strip Silence, um, Cocaine for Toothaches, and. Um, oh, oh, wow. Darian Shields. Darian Shields. Oh, That's wow. Right. That was what fun. That was fun. Yeah. Fun. You, you guys are I have all to do it again. On? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Well, uh, toothache, uh, cocaine for toothaches is like uh, in, I think, Eugene, which is uh, quite a bit south from here. But 
That's where Codex Area. and Sega Octopus are, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, anything else you want to sure. promote or, or name drop? Uh, Got anything cool coming up? Any live stream events? Any live shows? I might be playing Singles? a live show. I might be doing like a, a, a festival. Sick. Um, I have a... I have two things in the works. I have a single coming out with an artist by the name of Lynx. Um, oh, yeah, they like, collab with Hotel like, Pools. Yeah. Yeah, um, nice. And then also another person named Tiva, who's out in the UK. Interesting. I look forward to that. Sick. Yeah. Well, um, Chris, anything cool going on? Yeah, yeah, nothing new. No, when's the next tea chill? Time I got nothing new. I don't know yet. No, sure. did did it go pretty well the other night? <laughs> well, well, yeah, good well, man. And in your other good. show, do you have an upcoming date for that one? Clips. Yeah, the darker one. Not yet. I'm probably Not gonna yet. bring it to Brooklyn. Soon Keep your ear to the well. ground. Probably, it'll be probably coming to Brooklyn soon. Also. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. sick. Man's making big money moves. I didn't talk. I mean, soon I don't have a day yet. But I'm talking to people. But yeah, I got nothing. We've got, we've got Helios right three coming up. Oh, don't have a date on oh, that yeah. yet. Helios three is coming up, and I've got a twenty minute cloud rep set that I sent to Ming Curry a couple months ago, and that he really liked. So can't wait for you guys to hear it. I challenged myself to do a cloud rep set without any bones, Blady, Xavier Wolf, or Young Lean, and I did it. Nice. I'm excited. So, yeah, it'll be good. A um, lot of great live shows coming up this summer that we're cooking. Uh, of course, Midwest Static is coming up July 29 with myself, Luxury Elite, Fire Tools, Vape Error, uh, Sound Market, uh, Simple Syrup, and a handful of, I think, a Heroes playing as well, or I may be misremembering some other uh, local acts that I'm whose names are escaping me. But um, we got, uh, yeah, Summer Synapse. That's what we're calling it. Thanks, Lux. Um some other stuff that's just not really named yet. We've got uh, something being worked on by someone that's in chat right now, actually. That should be exciting. I'll be doing something cool for them. Haven't decided what yet. Something chill, something wavy, something synthy, you know. And, uh, yeah. Um, thanks so much for tuning in tonight, guys. We appreciate all of our regulars. We appreciate our new viewers. Um, thank you guys for being here and for helping us promote. Thank you for your generous donations tonight. Um, again, you're invited to jump into our public Discord community server. Follow the link that I just posted. You're invited to donate if you haven't already. If you feel led to do so. All donations go towards you know, paying people in our, our scene for helping us out and, and upgrades to our equipment. And then, of course, uh, thanks, thanks Lux is blowing us up with uh, the links. Uh, follow us on, on the various social media platforms. We're, we're here to give back to the community. We're here to to let you participate and communicate and to give a platform to the people that you love. Um, and speaking of which, you can find us at the same time, same place. That's 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday, May 22nd, right here where we'll be bringing on Hawaii 94. Oh, yes. Otherwise known as Sky Raider HQ, otherwise known as Neo Clone, otherwise known as half of iconic Australian duo Surfing. We're bringing my boy Lee Nania on, and I'm Lovely. very excited for our first non-American guest. Passionate, you should listen to Hawaii 94 as well. Hawaii so. 94, if you like Chill Wave, is phenomenal. You should so listen to Hawaii 94, which is definitely check, check out. out. Definitely check out uh, Reality with a at sign instead of an A. It was, I think, oh, I released on Stratford Court. You'll actually, you'll actually love that. Oh, you'll yeah. Love that. Reality? 
yeah, reality with a with an at sign instead of an a. Twenty twelve, y'all. It dropped. The guitarist for Surfing's uh, side project. Good stuff. Yeah. Very excited to talk to Lee. So be here, and then of course, uh, if you like the show. Like I said, follow us on social media, jump in our Discord, retweet, and be sure to get on that two-for-one $15 at pacificplaza.bandcamp.com. Support this man fiscally and listen to his work. Thanks, everybody. We're going to roll an ad for Lux's own Neon Nights show tomorrow night, and I hope to see you all there. Good night, everybody. Good night.